What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always, on all podcast platforms everywhere, it's Brandon Janu Show, obviously. Um, also, YouTube channel, Brandon Janu Show, and like always, social media, Instagram, TikTok. I really got to fucking understand what threads are. Until then, Instagram, TikTok, Brandon Janu Show. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the new episodes. I got one dropping tonight. I just did one. So hopefully that'll be out tomorrow, <laughs> depending on how I feel after I get all this shit. Um, but until then, man, this is Brandon new Show, man. And tonight's episode is Life of Times with Music. I hope you guys enjoy this episode because tonight's episode, I'm just doing an artist. I'm talking about an artist, a particular artist. And that artist is the one and only Travis Scott. Now, I just did his top 10 list. I just did his top 10 songs. I did a debate on his a couple uh, months ago when I talked about, you know, Birds uh, in the Trap, same Brian, uh, same McKnight versus Astro World, and I will be doing an album breakdown of, um, I think I, I think I picked Birds in the Trap, so I'll do an album breakdown on Birds in the Trap, uh, same McKnight, so that's the album breakdown I'll be doing on Travis Scott, but until then, man, um. Travis Scott is the artist I want to talk about tonight, man. Captain Jack, man. Um, I got into Travis Scott's music. Uh, I got into Travis Scott's music. I, I'm going to be honest. I am not. I did not listen to Daisy for the Rodeo, so I'm sorry about that if that's what you, you know, came here to listen to. I got into Travis Scott's music um, when I heard 3500 for the coat. And then he had Antidote out. But I really got into his music, like really heavy, when he dropped, uh, when Drake and him did uh, Company off of, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. And that's when I really got invested into his music. Then I really started listening to Rodeo, and then that's when I really started listening to his music heavy. Like I said, 3500 for the Coast, the first time I heard him, really heard him, you know, Future and Two Chains when I've heard all this, so of course, but to have Travis go on there and do what he did, I was like, oh shit, who's this? That's what's up. Like I said, Antidote was also a huge fucking song, and it was massive, and it was every fucking where. Um, you know, Antidote was a huge song; it was everywhere. You had that, but when I started listening to the uh, Rodeo, and I really started listening to the album. I picked up a couple songs that I really just fucked with, and I fucked with heavy, you know, and I talked about it on my top 10 list that I just did for him. On this side, with him and Quavo, they make really good fucking music together. Uh, you know, they, they, they are a pairing that, you know, I wouldn't mind another, you know, Hancho and Jack project from them too. I don't know if it ever will happen. I don't know. But if it does happen, I wouldn't mind it. Um... And on this side was one of those examples. Then you had uh, one of my favorite songs, uh, you know, 90210, which also is a fire fucking song. But one of my favorite songs on there and also top the list on that list that I was just talking about is Pray for Love with him in The Weeknd. The Weeknd is one of my favorite artists. And when I heard him in The Weeknd do that song, I realized, like, damn, The Weeknd really killed this shit for this man. That's crazy. And Travis killed that shit right back. It is one of the best examples of two guys that fit each other. 
they fit each other. Excuse me. They fit each other. I'm going to actually be honest for a minute, and I'm going to tell y'all some real shit. I'd rather a Travis Scott album with The Weeknd than a Drake in The Weeknd album right now. Like, I think Travis and The Weeknd would kill an album together. I don't like that new shit, that K-pop shit with Bad Bunny. They could have kept that shit. But them two, when they do songs together, man, I know they got a song on his last, this album that just them two. Uh, and I really got to go listen to it. But everything they've ever done, they've killed it, man. And, you know, Travis is one of those artists that you, you hear and then you kind of like, you like, man, who the fuck is this dude? And like I said, when I heard Company with him and Drake, that's when I realized, oh, this dude is different. Like, he, like he's different. And then you start listening to other songs that started coming on. I listened to A-Team. And then I, when I heard A-Team, that's when I really got invested into his music. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this dude is different. Like, I fuck with this. And and then you get invested to his music. And, of course, you know, I live in Houston. So when somebody that gets championed from Houston comes out and they do good things, big things, Houston just adapts to it and gives that man his flowers. And so by the time it came to the uh, version of Travis saying McKnight, Travis was a made man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had, you know, well, Anna, I think Anna was on. No, Anna was on uh, that one. But on Rodeo, not tripping. Um, cause Birds in the Trap, same night was, uh, was Goosebumps as the big single. So, but Birds in the Trap, same night became a very huge project and a very quickly huge project. You listen to the songs, you listen to the quality of it. Like the first song is one thing, but when you hear way back and you hear him take Kanye shit, Kanye's on the song. And then you see the video, you see the video, it's James Harden. It's like James Harden at the time was the was a made man in Houston. So for him to support Travis like he did in that video was massive. Way back, it's one of those songs, man. That whole project is dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? With coordinated and and uh, through the late night and Beeves in a Trap and so many of these songs, man. It was just a different level of, 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 of of this music that he was putting out, man. And you listen to this album and I had a couple songs off that project on the top 10 list. And it's one of those albums, man, that you just find out that like, yo, this dude is different. Like, it's not just some shit that you just find out about. Like, and then you hear, and then his shit was so massive that he created a fan base, real fan base. Like he got so good. That album was so good that he became crossover. Like, that's how big that fucking album was. That's how good that shit was. Like, he became crossover. And to the point where you couldn't turn on the radio without hearing goosebumps. So, it was just something about him immediately that you fucked with. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what the fuck this comparison is a comparison at all. But apparently people think him and A$AP Rocky are the same. I don't, I've never heard A$AP Rocky's music and compared it to Travis Scott. I never heard Travis Scott music and compared to ASAP Rocky. I don't know what the fuck people got this idea in their heads that ASAP Rocky is like Travis and Travis is like Tra- uh, ASAP. I listen to them two niggas and I don't hear neither one of their fucking voices. I don't hear neither one of their sounds. I don't hear neither one of their flows. I hear nothing of the sort from either of those dudes. ASAP Rocky is New York and you can tell he New York and people say, well, he kind of got that Southern feel and even ASAP Rocky has said, 
you know, he's been influenced by Houston in the South. But there's nothing he can do because he's not from the South. Like, that's not a style that you just – you've taken – you're now of the South. Like, that's that's not that's not what it is. Travis Scott is from the South. He's from Houston. He sounds like that because he's from fucking Houston. He's from the South. So I don't know why the fuck people have made that a comparison. Like, Travis and ASAP are the same. Travis Scott, ASAP can flow and he can rap. Like, ASAP like can actually fucking, like, rap. Not saying Travis can't. But Travis is not like ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know the difference. Yeah. Like, if you listen to the music, like, I listen to the music, and you know what I'm talking about. You know, ASAP can actually rap. Like, he can actually flow. He can go bar for bar. Like, you know that if you listen to the music. Whereas for Travis, he's very melodic. He's very ride the beat. He's very auto-tunish. There's never a point where I've heard a Travis Scott record that was like, Damn, he killed such and such on that song. I've never heard that. I've never said that about Travis Scott every day in my life. I'm not trying to diss this man because I'm actually doing this episode about him. But y'all know what I mean. It's like, I don't listen to Travis Scott music to get lyrical bars. I'm not listening to Travis Scott music to get bars. I'm listening to Travis Scott music because this shit is just a vibe. It's a fucking energy. Like, you could tell this nigga, like, puts that shit main fucking... If there was a bulletin board of what Travis Scott's album is supposed to be, the fucking main point is it going to be vibe and energy. <laughs> an epic flow of vibes and energy. And that's it. And after that, then we'll figure out the rest after that. But the first thing has got to be that. So I don't know why the fuck people made that a comparison. I don't listen to ASAP Rocky and think he's Travis Scott. I don't listen to Travis Scott and think he's ASAP fucking Rocky. I don't know why the fuck this has been a comparison. Maybe because they look alike, but they don't even look alike to me. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Like, I... like. And y'all done played into that narrative. Y'all really think all black people look a fucking like? Come on, bruh. Like, really? But Travis, man, by that time he dropped Birds in the same, tribe the same night, you had a, uh, you know, you got to realize the first single off that shit was Pick Up the Phone. People forget Pick Up the Phone was just a single. It wasn't even on the album yet. It, I think, they, like, Thug dropped that bitch. Like, Thug dropped it. It was on, yeah, matter of fact, it was on Thug's project. Young Thug. Actually dropped the project before that. I can't remember what the fuck it was. And when y'all see this, y'all probably tell me. But Young Thug had a project before Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight came out. And that song was on there. And because it got so massive and Thug's album was already out, he gave it to Travis and let Travis have it and put it on his project. But Pick Up the Phone was already a single. Like, it was already out. And that's what made that song, that album, so big also. And then you listen to the whole project, and you hear songs like, you know, Way Back, and you hear Coronated, and then you hear Bees in a Trap, and you hear Goosebumps, you hear First Take with him and Bryson Tiller, you hear Outside with him and 21 Savage, you hear Wonderful with him in a Weekend. Like, you hear these songs, you're like, oh, shit, like, okay, I, I fucks with this. And like I said, Travis becomes so massive, he becomes crossover, and to the point where you had to fuck with him, you had to jump on songs with him. Kanye started really jumping on songs with Travis Scott at this time. That's when he dropped uh, Champions. But I, I I remember like hearing Travis Scott's music, and I can't I gotta go back because before he dropped Rodeo, I remember listening to Travis Scott and then talking about Kanye, right? Because like I said, uh, you know Kanye just came out to you know do a song, do a couple songs with Travis in Italy. Travis Scott was signed to Ti and Kanye. 
people forget Travis was also signed a good uh, was signed a grand hustle. So when he got with Kanye and good music, if you go listen to the Cruel Summer Project, Travis Scott's on the Cruel Summer Project, like the Good Music compilation project. Travis Scott's on that album. <laughs> Travis Scott's on that project, so it tells you all right that in there. So fast forward the tape when Kanye starts to do music with Travis, and like I said, Drake and him was doing songs, but Travis became a made man when he did Uber Everywhere remix with a. Uh, Made in Tokyo, I think that's the nigga name. Man, that bitch was fire. Like, the song was already fire, but Travis made it even fire, man. Like, he made that bitch even crazier, man. And then you have to put into perspective of, like, and I can't remember when he, I don't know if it was before World or after World, But when he started doing songs, like him and Trippy Red. Like, when him and Trippy Red did uh, Dark Knight Demo, oh, my God, that shit. It's fire, man. I went to the Future Show and Trippy Red performed. Man, that shit got the crowd going crazy when he performed that shit. Like, that was the shit, man. Like, you know, but Travis has songs like that. But Travis don't have that many features, but I'm like, I'm super blown away. Like, it's not that many features that I'm like, yeah, he killed that shit. It's not that many. Sorry, it's just not. It's not that many features that I'm like, yeah, he killed that shit. I think recently he's done a lot more features that I'm like, all right, that nigga got to kill that shit. But you put it into perspective. Then Asherah comes out. And then when Asherah comes out, it becomes the most supersonic fucking album I've heard in the past couple of years. Where you couldn't find one person that didn't fuck with it. That's rare. When you have an artist and an album that you can't find one person that don't fuck with this project, that is rare. Um, the the beginning of the album is fire. Like, Stargazing, uh, Carousel, Corsica Mode, R.I.P. The Screw. I remember going to the Drake show. It's the funniest shit. I remember going to the Drake show, waiting for Drake to come on stage. And I remember listening to and R.I.P. The Screw was playing in the, in the arena, right? And my, um, my brother was like, who the fuck is this? I was like, that's Travis Scott. I was like, man, fuck that. Oh, we come out tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh, that nigga come out tonight. I hope Drake bring Travis Scott on stage tonight. And a couple hours later, guess who the fuck popped up? They performed uh, perform, uh, Sycamore. Tra- Drake left the stage. Uh, Travis Scott performed uh, Goosebumps. I forgot what else he performed. But he performed Goosebumps. And, they, and Drake bought him out, performed Sycamore, and he performed Goosebumps. And I was like, yo, that shit is crazy. I think I still got the video, matter of fact. Man, we went fucking nuts that night. Because he just, my brother was like, man, that's Travis Scott right there. And then they ran on that stage and everybody lost his shit. It was like, yo, this shit is the craziest thing. That Astral Project was fucking brilliant. How the fuck they made that album. I'm not even going to lie. Like, that is brilliant. I know Nicki Minaj didn't like how it got marketed. I mean... You know, how Kylie kind of used, you know, their family to kind of boost themselves. But that album was going to do great all on its own. It was a, a, like I said, it's rare to have a body of work that everybody fucked with. That song, you had a song on, you, I bet money you have a song on Astroworld that you fuck with. Still to this day, you have a song on Astroworld that you fuck with. And I'm not just talking about sicker mode. I mean, like, or Yosemite. 
like you have a song a butterfly effect like there's a song on that project that you fuck with heavy like like uh 5% tent is fire no bystanders like the 5% tent which she takes uh the goody mob record and he flips it it turns it into 5% tent or he takes the NC17 with 21 Savage in him or you know R.P. the screw which is features uh Sway Lee or stop trying to be God with with him and James Blake and you get Stevie Wonder to play the harmonica like bruh like come on man that album that body of work is rare like you barely hear albums like that that's kind of why I think this album was this new album that he just dropped Utopia was I was so anticipating it as a fan even though you know he had took his time with it I was anticipating it but Nothing's going to give me back to what Astroworld was, and I think that. Speaking of Astroworld, I would kind of be remiss to not speak on that uh, that tragedy, because, like I said, I live in Houston. It is a terrible situation. I spoke on it when it happened, and I, I spoke on it on my, on my live, on my Instagram live, and I used to do point of view and random shit there. It's a tragedy, man. It's a... It's a that is the one fear that I, and I go to these concerts and I go by myself. That is my one fear sometimes. It's like, I don't know what the fuck can happen. When you go by yourself, you feel a bit more relaxed. You feel a bit more comfortable because you don't have anybody that you, if something breaks out and something happens, you don't have to reach for someone and say, come on, let's go. You could just dart. You could go. But when something like that happens, man, a, a tragedy like that happens, man, how do you move on from that? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I, I hate that I had to get to this tone where it's kind of like, now I got to bring it all the way down to make it like some political statement or some shit. But I'm just saying this from a perspective of a concert goer that would love to go see a Travis Scott show. I know he just announced his tour. But when you hear what happened just recently also in Italy with the show he just did, and it got people injured there, you start to kind of question, do you want to go see a Travis Scott show? Because it's like, it happened here, and people died from this. And now you hear it in Italy, and people got hurt in this. So if it's not, and that's a bigger, uh, that's a bigger, wider situation where it's more outdoors. There's more people. You could kind of get away from a lot. of. That's wider. So if you go to these arenas and you're sitting in these, these stands, excuse me, and something happens, and you let's say you flip over the fucking balcony, what happens? What happens then? Because that's kind of the thing. And I'm not trying to, you know, say this is all Travis Scott's fault because it's not Travis Scott's fault. Human beings have to be very cautious of what the fuck you're doing. I get it. We're living in a moment. We're so happy to be there. We're like, ah, and we're jumping up and down. But, like, we cannot continue to blame this man for human being emotions and human being situations and actions. Because at the end of the day, if you go to a Travis Scott, uh, a Travis Scott show now, you kind of know the, the, the qualifications for what the fuck can happen when you get there. These are now two incidents that have happened, and people have either died or got injured. So if you go to a Travis Scott show, be very cognizant of what the fuck you are signing yourself up for. And people can sit there and say, well, it's his music. 
Music only does so fucking much until you lose control of what the fuck you are doing. Be aware of this shit because it's now starting to get to the point where y'all gonna continue to blame this man, but this man is not doing anything but doing his fucking job. He is doing what the fuck his God-given ability is to do, and that is to make music and perform it. We gotta stop blaming artists for what the fuck human beings are doing. I am one person. I do not... I know people are gonna say his music controls everything. He kind of does control the whole situation. Not to the point where you are completely delusional or you're completely out of your body to the point where you're crushing a human being and you don't feel it. That is crazy to me. That is not blame Travis Scott. That is fucking nuts for you to blame a human being for music that he creates. When it's the human beings that are crushing this other human being, regardless of the music that is playing right now, you should not have that much of a I don't give a fuck mentality to other human beings. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. I don't understand that shit. Sorry. I just don't. I don't understand that shit. I don't understand that shit. I just had to say that shit because I hear people say, well, it's the music that they do. It's the same shit y'all said with Eminem back in the day. It's the same shit you said about NWA back in the day. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. It's just you're trying to pinpoint it on somebody instead of saying human beings need to be more cognizant of what the fuck they are doing instead of blaming a human for blaming one person for the music they make. You listen to this music. If you get rallied up and you get riled up when you listen to it in the car, uh, imagine what you're going to be when he goes to the show. All right, then. World Music, the album, was incredible. That album was rare. It was, it was one of the best projects in, what, 2018? One of the best fucking projects. 2018, 2019, one of the best projects. It should have won an, uh, the Grammy. Yeah, over Cardi. It should have won the Grammy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That shit should have won the Grammy. If not that album, I would not have mine victory lap from Nipsey Hussle. But one of those two albums, and by the way, that year Cardi won, she probably had the worst album out of all those albums. I'm not trying to diss Cardi, but I'm just saying, like, if you actually pay attention to the albums that was in that category with her, you had Nipsey, you had Travis, you had Push, you had Cardi. Cardi Body of Work, that album, that first album by Cardi, by the way, I will be doing one of those on that album. That fucking album was phenomenal. And she won, I was like, okay, this shit is rigged like a motherfucker, which the Grammys are. But anyway, Travis took a long time to get back to it. Of course, like I said, the Astro World incident kind of put a lot of damper on his music at the time. But he's back. He just dropped Utopia. Um, Utopia is Yeezus for this this era. <laughs> That's like the best I can tell you. Um, it's got a couple songs on there I fuck with. But, um, yeah, I think that, you know, for what, like I said, for what Astroworld was for me, I don't think he could ever reach that level again. And I know a lot of people jumped out the window and screaming, Utopia is the best body of work ever. He doesn't miss it. But I saw how fast people said that, and then I saw how fast people kind of, like, pumped the brakes on that shit that night. 
right after that night, I didn't see a lot of album of the years. I didn't see a lot of people screaming, Utopia is the best thing. And don't get it twisted. The numbers are going to always look a little inflated and numbers are going to be super over the top, especially in this era of music where we don't know how to judge any of this shit. That's why these writers and actors are on strike because you don't know how to really calculate what the fuck people are really listening to. So music right now is very inflated and it's very hard to really get a fucking grasp on it. So Travis Scott, who, by the way, I've always said, if you're an artist like Travis Scott, they got a a, a, a real fan base, your music is going to sell regardless because your music is going to sell because you're going to have your day ones and then you're going to have these casual motherfuckers that kind of just come in and out of your career that just fuck with you when you drop something that you can fuck with. Or they just want to be cool. And his music is cool. So... But to me, Utopia is a complete and utter fall off from what I heard from Astroworld. It is not like Astroworld at all. Now, I'm not trying to compare this man's albums, but saying, you know, Birds in the Trap's Same McKnight was completely different from Astroworld. And they could live in two different worlds and it could be the best fucking bodies of work. Rodeo is completely different from those two albums. And that's the thing. I don't think Astroworld was, I don't, I think Utopia would have been great if he would have dropped another album before it. Like, if he would have dropped the album right after Astroworld, I know, like I said, the the tragedy kind of, like, put a damper on that. Let's say about 2022, like, last year, if he dropped in 2022 and then he dropped Utopia, I probably would have been like, all right, okay, this is like his Yeezus. Okay, cool. But, you know, Kanye did, like, four or five projects before he did Yeezus. Like, he did, you know... College dropout, late registration, graduation, my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. No, 808 and heartbreaks, then my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. He did the throne project and then he did Yeezus. <laughs> like, like, like he had like six, seven projects before he did Yeezus. This is Travis, what, fourth, fifth album project, if you want to count days at the rodeo. So days before the rodeo. So yeah, and then Captain's Jack project. He also did the Jack Boys project, which is labeled with his label. Which, by the way, he has a label, Jack Boys, which is a, a. I listened to the project. I liked a couple songs off that project. Don Tolliver is one of the best signings he's ever. Like, that might be the best signing that he's ever done. And that might be his only good signing that he's done. And I'm not saying that because not of the artists. I just feel like Don Tolliver has made himself such a, a standout per- person. You have that one Drake. You have that one Nikki in your group. You barely have. It's rare when you have two. Like, Wayne was lucky that he had Drake and Nicki. That shit don't happen for everybody. Jay-Z had Kanye. As great as Freeway and great as Beanie and as great as Mip Bleak and all these other guys could have been, he had Kanye. And Kanye is such a massive star. For T.I., tell me the T.I. artist that you can remember. Travis Scott? <laughs> like, like, if you really want to put it like that, Travis Scott, maybe that might be it. Like, you know, B.O.B. had a little bit of a run, Iggy Azalea had a little bit of a run, but you can't remember. Jeezy, the same. Jeezy, who? YG? Rick Ross. He had to, but he fucked it up somehow. I don't know how, but for like Wayne and Wayne is the only artist I've ever seen have two premier artists that still are going. Travis Scott found his Drake. He found his Nikki and Don Tolliver. And that is rare. So congratulations, because that shit don't happen.
So, when it comes to Travis Scott to me, man, Travis Scott's music is going to be, Travis Scott's music is, is, like I said earlier, it's energy, it's vibes, it's a, it's a feel. If you go into a Travis Scott project thinking you're about to get some fucking lyrical over the head bars and it's going to be, you know, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, levels of levels and levels of levels of ward play and shit like that, then you losing it. You, you, you clearly are not, <laughs> you clearly have a delusion of this artist. Like, you do not know. I think Travis, but if you're coming in to a Travis Scott album and you're listening to it and you're realizing this is a vibe. I gotta, I gotta block out this idea of lyrical bars. I just want to, I just want to vibe the fuck out. That's a Travis Scott project. That's a Travis Scott song. From every song I've ever heard from Travis Scott, from the moment I heard him on uh, "3500 for the Coat" with Future and Two Chains to A Team to, you know, you know. Antidote, pick up the phone. You know what I'm saying? Any song, co- company, any song I've ever heard Travis Scott do, you know it's Travis Scott. And that is rare for another artist. Like, that is rare for an artist when you know who that is. Immediately when you hear it. When he jumps on uh, Young Thug's Hot. Excuse me. Excuse me. When he jumps on Young Thug's Hot and gets that on and jumps on a remix and kills the remix. Shit like that. Even him on uh uh Diamonds Dancing on uh the uh the um the Young Thug compilation project with the with his label. You hear these songs, you realize it, man. It's shit like that. Him and Twenty One Savage who don't miss him in a weekend who don't miss him and Drake, you know, one of my favorite songs off of uh Certified Lover Boy, Free Trade. Like, when he put Travis Scott on Free Trade, I was like, oh, shit, nigga. Like, that's a fucking massive banger. It's shit like that, man. If you really want to know how Travis, what a Travis Scott artist fan is, I'm not like y'all. Not like these raging, crazy-ass fans that thought Utopia was just the greatest body of work ever. No. What I think is this. Travis Scott is one of those artists that you got to come in with a clear mind and you just got to go to listen to the shit. If you're listening to it to, like, get bars on bars, that's not what the fuck he makes music for. He makes music. You can hate me when I say this, but I'm going to say it. He is T-Pain. He's T-Pain. He is T-Pain. He is a, an original, authentic artist that fits what the fuck he needs to fit. T-Pain was one of those artists. T-Pain is like that. And that is Travis fucking Scott. He just fucking fits. He doesn't have to do a lot to get to where the fuck he needs to go. But when you hear him, you know it's him. And that is Travis Scott. He is a T-Pain. He is a fucking artist that just fits. He fits the fucking narrative. He fits the artist. He fits the music. That is where it is. And for me, I fuck with T-Pain. So Travis Scott is clearly one of my favorite artists. Because that nigga fits. That nigga is one of those artists where you understand if you fuck with his music, you are going to fuck with his music forever. 
You gonna fuck with his music forever. As much as I don't really like Utopia like that, he like I said, he got a couple songs on there. That Till Forward to Notice with him, 21 Savage, James Blake is one of the best songs I've heard in a minute. Metro Boomin produced his ass off on that shit. That is one of my favorite songs right now. I listen to that shit damn near every day. That bitch is a fire fucking song, man. Travis Scott is one of those guys, man. Through all of the shit that has gone on, he is still one of those guys that will fit the narrative. I can't wait to see what he does with his next album because that is really what my key is. If he gives me back to like the Astro World version of Trap, you know, Rodeo, a little bit of the Utopia, that shows me he's growing as the artist, and that is important. Uh, that is a perfect situation. Till then, man. This has been the Brandon Janus Show, man. Go listen to some Travis Scott. Go listen to Utopia. Go listen to all Astro World version um, of Trap Saint McKnight. Rodeo, be- days before the rodeo. Listen to all the Travis Scott songs that he's been on or anything like that, man. Until then, I am Brandon Janus. Next artist that will be getting the artist breakdown is T Pain. Until then, peace.